November 4th, Memorial of St. Charles Borromeo, Bishop. St. Charles Borromeo was born at Arona in Lombardy in the year 1538. After taking honors in both civil and canon law, he was made cardinal and bishop of Milan by his uncle, Pope Pius IV. As a true pastor of his flock, he tirelessly promoted Christian life by the reform of his diocese, the convocation of synods, and the promulgation of regulations intended to foster the church's mission. He died on November 3, 1584. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the words that he speaks. And I know mine, and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee, but Christ remains to guard our sleep. When evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We shall not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace. Where shorn of sin and refreshed by his love, we gaze in prayer upon his face. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King. How your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire. You have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success. You have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad, for the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works, how deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. See how your enemies perish, all doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength, you anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes look in triumph on my foes, my ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree, and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, 
still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My good and faithful servant, come and share your Master's joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the letter of the Apostle Paul to Titus. The bishop as God's steward must be blameless. He may not be self-willed or arrogant, a drunkard, a violent or greedy man. He should, on the contrary, be hospitable and a lover of goodness, steady, just, holy, and self-controlled. In his teaching he must hold fast to the authentic message, so that he will be able to both encourage men to follow sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are many irresponsible teachers, especially from among the Jewish converts, men who are empty talkers and deceivers. These must be silenced. They are upsetting whole families by teaching things they have no right to teach, and all for sordid gain. As for yourself, let your speech be consistent with sound doctrine. Tell the older men that they must be temperate, serious-minded, and self-controlled, likewise sound in the faith, loving, and steadfast. Similarly, the older women must behave in ways that befit those who belong to God. They must not be slanderous gossips or slaves to drink. By their good example, they must teach the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be sensible, chaste, busy at home, kindly, submissive to their husbands. Thus the word of God will not fall into disrepute. Tell the young men to keep themselves completely under control, nor may you yourself fail to set them good example. Your teaching must have the integrity of serious, sound words, to which no one can take exception. If it does, no opponent will be able to find anything bad to say about us, and hostility will yield to shame. You must have at heart every member of the flock, for the Holy Spirit has made you their shepherds. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. A reading from a sermon given during the last synod he attended by St. Charles, Bishop. I admit that we are all weak, but if we want help, the Lord God has given us the means to find it easily. One priest may wish to lead a good, holy life as he knows he should. He may wish to be chaste and to reflect heavenly virtues in the way he lives. Yet he does not resolve to use suitable means, such as penance, prayer, the avoidance of evil discussions, and harmful and dangerous friendships. Another priest complains that as soon as he comes into church to pray the office or to celebrate Mass, a thousand thoughts fill his mind and distract him from God. But what was he doing in the sacristy before he came out for the office or for Mass? How did he prepare? What means did he use to collect his thoughts and to remain recollected? Would you like me to teach you how to grow from virtue to virtue and how, if you are already recollected at prayer, you can be even more attentive next time, and so give God more pleasing worship? Listen, and I will tell you. If a tiny spark of God's love already burns within you, do not expose it to the wind, for it may get blown out. Keep the stove tightly shut, so that it will not lose its heat and grow cold. In other words, avoid distractions as well as you can. Stay quiet with God. 
do not spend your time in useless chatter. If teaching and preaching is your job, then study diligently and apply yourself to whatever is necessary for doing the job well. Be sure that you first preach by the way you live. If you do not, people will notice that you say one thing, but live otherwise, and your words will bring only cynical laughter and a derisive shake of the head. Are you in charge of a parish? If so, do not neglect the parish of your own soul. Do not give yourself to others so completely that you have nothing left for yourself. You have to be mindful of your people without becoming forgetful of yourself. My brothers, you must realize that for us churchmen, nothing is more necessary than meditation. We must meditate before, during, and after everything we do. The prophet says, I will pray, and then I will understand. When you administer the sacraments, meditate on what you are doing. When you celebrate Mass, reflect on the sacrifice you are offering. When you pray the office, think about the words you are saying and the Lord to whom you are speaking. When you take care of your people, meditate on the Lord's blood that has washed them clean. In this way, all that you do becomes a work of love. This is the way that we can easily overcome the countless difficulties we have to face day after day, which, after all, are part of our work. In meditation, we find the strength to bring Christ to birth in ourselves and in other men. Seek after integrity and holiness, faith and love, patience and gentleness. These are the things you must command and teach. Be an example to all who believe. If you give them this advice, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus. These are the things you must command and teach. Be an example to all who believe. Let us pray. Father, keep in your people the spirit which filled Charles Borromeo. Let your church be continually renewed and show the image of Christ to the world by being conformed to his likeness, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Thanks.